0: Scope, a podcast with two guys in their 20s, giving their perspective on the games that we love, headlines in pop culture, and they mean meaning by it all. I'm your host, Winter Burns, and I'm a kind of savon Morris. How's it going, man?
1: I'm doing good, man. I'm being Savon Morris today. I'm, I'm that's being my my I'm be <laughs>
0: Morris. I'm being me today. <laughs> <laughs> So we have a lot of topics to get into today, as usual, and, and definitely we're, we're going to get into some, to a, some NBA uh, playoff topics, also some album reviews. In the second half, we're going to do a review of Deja Vu. Mm-hmm. Um, to start off with, just thoughts on the Warriors back in the finals and, and advancing past uh, the Mavericks. Um, Golden State last night was able to win 120 to 110 at home. Yeah, um, Clay had 32 points and advanced, and they advanced to their sixth um, finals in the past eight seasons. Andrew Wiggins also had uh, 18 points and 10 rebounds, but. Looking at this closeout win for them and how they were able to to really kind of start clicking o- offensively um, to close out in the fourth, because Dallas did make a run to cut it like to ten at one point, but, right. but Golden State was really able to to finish strong. Um, what were your thoughts on that? And also, j- j- just like the the new Western Conference uh, <laughs> a player a, a, a player of the series, because like that was their this is the first time adding that in, and Steph Steph won that award as well.
1: You know, it's uh, I think Drake. I'm a you know paraphrase. It's like I'm not new to this, coming I'm from the this. West Side. I'm gonna say West Side because not yeah. the Six Side, but the what they're not, they're not, they're not new to this. Wellington, they've been in this situation before. Steph Curry said it himself. Y'all don't want to see us next year. Y'all, y'all not want. Y'all don't want to see us next year. We Clay's back. Clay looked good. Clay looked good. Clay looked like he was youthful. His knees weren't bothering him. His shot was hitting. Everything was flowing. Man, and then Steph Curry, Steph, man, I, these guys have played consistently all year, plaguing injuries without. We always say Clay didn't look like Clay. Obviously, he's coming off the injury, but you got these new guys pulled and uh, Garrett Payne in the second goes down. It's a lot of moving parts that goes into making the Warriors who they are, but they find a way to win. And they always find a way back to the NBA vinyls. It's just in their DNA. That's how they've been built since uh, Mark Jackson had them, and now Steve Kerr. So that's I, that's the mo. I'm not. I don't think there I'm, was
0: about a two year. There was about a two year high A t- 2019, 2020, 2021. 20, they weren't there. Now they're right back there. Yeah,
1: you have to revamp. You look at the, just relating to football, look at the Patriots. Patriots didn't make it a couple years. Then they did make it. They lost. So mm-hmm. you always, if you're a great organization, you're going to have those downslopes because you got to add more pieces. People get hurt. Whatever the case, people leave, tread it, whatever. Kevin Durant, yes, Kevin Durant, Durant leaves. leaves <laughs> a bunch of other moving parts leave. They had to, you know, revamp with Garrett, you know, Garrett Payne II, Jordan Poole, like all these new guys. Draymond was hurt for Stint. Steph Curry was hurt for so they all go through these different variables and moving parts, but they always end back here because one, their team chemistry is by far the best the NBA has oh, seen yeah. since the Bulls, yeah. since the since yeah. the Lakers, the when they went it's back to there. back, yeah, it's up there, it's definitely top five. So when you have these type of guys that buy in and have that good team chemistry, they feed off each other. So that's what we've seen. That's what we've seen periodically throughout this. Um, Playoffs, man, and we're we're going to see it again in NBA Finals.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and, and and on the side of Dallas, like you know, they're able to get to the Western Conference Finals this this year. The last few years, they they were out in the first round against the Clippers. Like, what are your thoughts on what their future outlook looks like for them, and also just what Luca needs to do to, to kind of get to that to that next step? Because they're definitely close, yeah. but there's still there still are, are some improvements that they need to make in the offseason
1: I think it's more of a supporting cast. Ben Wheaty coming off the bench is amazing. He gets you what you need, but you need more supporting guys. You need more wing guys and more ball def- on ball defender perimeter defender defenders. I don't think they lack that. And Luca, Luca's one of them that lacks perimeter defense and interior defense. I don't think he's a two way player. I just think he's a good a good scorer facilitator. I think he needs to add that to his repertoire, being a two way player like Clay, like like. Steph Curry is a two-way player, like uh, Kawhi Leonard, who's not playing since 1955, uh, PG-13. PC, <laughs> PC the list goes on with the two-way players. I think Luka needs to become a two-way player. That's my critique for him this year. He's a good facilitator, good teammate, and he's a mm-hmm. dog. But you have to add that different element to it. And they need perimeter Perimeter de- uh, defenders. That's yes. the biggest thing. They need people that's to on ball stop the ball. Yes, that's going to come at a premium. You need a Patrick Beverly. You need a you need a dog on your team. They don't have any dogs, Wellington. Besides Luka, you know when he's he has the ball in his hands, but There's on the too defense, many layback players. Yes. There's too many layback players. Yes. You got to have that.
0: that. That's what that's what Draymond is for Golden State. If yes. You don't have Draymond, that's yes. completely different.
1: Yes. You always gotta have like a Draymond, Patrick Beverly, like a Gary Payton, like though, mm-hmm. like a Tony Allen, who's one of the yeah. best defenders uh in the NBA. Like you need those Don't, type of guys. To, Tony Allen, Tony, Tony Allen
0: doesn't get talked about enough,
1: man. No, he, he does not. He he's really top, top, top 10 defensive yeah. guy, bro. He's what all all-team defense. I think he had a defense defensive MVP one time. But you need guys like a Marcus Smart. You need those guys who's going to talk, who's going to back it up. Patrick Beverly can back it up at moments too. So I think that's what they're missing. Luka got to become a two-way player. They need perimeter defenders and they need perimeter shooters. It's all there's little bits and pieces here and there that the Dallas Mavericks needs to become get over that hump. But they did good this year. They did. They did good. Good.
0: Absolutely. Um, and, and now getting into the Boston Miami series, um, Boston was able to have a thirteen point win in Game Five with Jalen Brown having. 25 points and Tatum added 22. Um, Miami was seven or 45 from three point range. And they also um, played without Tyler hero having a groin injury, but Mm -hmm. what are kind of your thoughts on Boston's game five, win? obviously game six is going on right now and just kind of thoughts, thoughts on what is good, what it's going to take for Miami to, to kind of tie up this series and, and how the advances of
1: it so far? I think they lost their, lost their focus, to be completely honest with you. I don't think they're focused on the task at hand. And I know you say, oh, well, obviously they are, Savon, if they're trying to go to the NBA Finals. What we've seen in game one and what we briefly seen in game three, we have not seen consistently enough. It has to be consistently on the road and at home. Jimmy Butler as is playing lights out. Tyler Hero, I don't know where you at with the three ball. Bam, you're not not crashing boards like you should. It's a lot of moving parts, and that's the the slogan of the day. Well, it's a lot of moving parts that are not moving. They're stagnant right now in this series. That's why it's going back and forth. That's why they need to play their butts off because if they don't, they're not going to go to the NBA Finals and, wow. and play a great team in the Warriors. I think it's just the little mistakes that they do and the little things that they they haven't done consistently enough, like Bam crashing the boards on the offensive and defensive side. I, hats off to Jimmy. Jimmy's playing lights out. It's those supporting cast players like Tyler Hero. He hasn't been shooting well. It's a, it's a lot of things that goes into beating a good Celtic team who, who's making good decisions. Jason Tatum is making great decisions, and that's why they're up. And they're running everything through him, and that allows everybody like Jalen Brown, even Marcus Smart, all these guys to get to their points and knock down buckets because they're making good decisions. Everything is flowing through Jason Tatum. So you can't make many mistakes with a team that is not making many mistakes as well. So you got to be on your your, your P's and Q's, and I I think they lost focus in this series. That's why it's going back and forth.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and I mean, like, between the two teams, like, do you feel as though Boston would be, like, the better, like, like the more competitive matchup for, for Golden State with just how many injuries Miami is currently facing?
1: I think so. I think yeah. just because of the younger guys, and I think they have more pieces to go against Steph Clay and Jordan Poole, Draymond, they have the pieces. Al Horford will match up good with Draymond. Um, uh, Jason Taylor will match up good with Clay or Steph. Uh, Marcus Smart will match up good with either of those guys. So they have a number of guys on that squad who can match up perfectly with the Warriors, and I think they'll run for them. But if both teams like to run in transition. Both teams like to get physical. So I think it will be a better mat- matchup with the Warriors in um, yeah. with the Celtics. But we can't count out the Heat
0: can't just count yet. yet. Not can yet. Can
1: yet. Kind of They're up twenty five, what twenty seven, eighteen at first. 1 minute to yeah. go so they're doing pretty good. Can they withstand You're not start. Yeah. Yeah. Great definitely. start so we can't get out heat just yet. But I do think it's more lucrative for um for the NBA yeah, and for yeah. the fans for the Celtics and the so, Warriors again. Yeah, Tatum gonna, and Steph. Yes, that's going to be epic.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um and, and, and another development that has kind of been going on uh, for for a team in the off season has been the Nets because there was a report about Brooklyn kind of being hesitant to give uh, Kyrie in an extension an uh, extension for this upcoming offseason and that's obviously going to change like certain questions for the future and like how the the, the long-term t- stability for this team but what are kind of your thoughts on what the Nets offseason could look like and and also just where their confidence is in, in Kyrie going on for next year
1: Whoa. ah uh, man this is a tough one just hearing his transparency through uh, the podcast with you know um Brandon Shady Marshall. McCoy and Brandon Marshall, those guys. Yeah. Um,
0: it's rare to get him yes. be, to, to, to get him be fully transparent. Yes. Like when he does a sit down, you know, like he's got something to say. Yeah,
1: and and I like that. Now you get a a different element to the stories, and we all know media twists. It's it's a good publicity, you know, to yeah. create this feud between these two guys, and to, you know, to say certain things. But anywho. But I think it's it's definitely a liability to give him a full contract where he wasn't there the entire season where they needed him, and the lack of chemistry played a role into them having a a early exit. So why would we give a a guy who hasn't been dependable who who has like is is one of the main reasons why we had an early exit a a full contract? But on the flip side, your star player. Kevin Durant doesn't want to stay if they don't offer Kyrie a full contract. So now you're in a pickle. Now you don't want to do what you have to do because you don't want to lose KD. But if I'm the general manager, I will probably sign Kyrie t- for the sake of Kevin Durant. Because if he made that pl- public, he means business about it. So I don't want to use lose KD. If you lose KD, your whole team is blah. Blah. You need KD. Like, that team needs to it. So, if I was a general manager, I would offer him a a contract, but it will have some stipend in there. Some stipulation... Not a stipend, sorry. A stipulation or a... uh Something in there to say you have to play X amount of games or you don't get paid. Blase, blase. You cannot leave us hanging and not have that chemistry and all the things we need to win. Without... They, they missed him a lot last year, so in, in his show when he got into the playoffs. But, yeah... It's kind of hard. It's like a catch twenty two, really, because you go. It really, yeah. If you yeah. lose Kyrie, and then you will lose KD, so
0: <laughs> you're you lose both. Like, yeah, at, I don't. Yeah, day. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't
1: want to lose both of them. Like, but I mean, yeah. if I could keep one, obviously it'll be KD.
0: KD, definitely. Um, and now just to kind of just thoughts on Nick Saban's comments about Jim Jim Ofisher and kind of like the feedback that started this. This uh <laughs> something's gotta start, man. Like college football season is, is, is this is crazy, the hype hasn't up dude.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> but
0: but, but uh, re- recently uh Saban said in this speaking in- engagement on a Wednesday that Tech him T- T- N- um, bought every player and in its highly regarded twenty-two uh a recruiting class and Jimbo just you know vehemently denied these claims and thought they were completely unfair. Right. What were kind of your thoughts on Nick Saban's comments and just the, the drama that it's recently stirred up?
1: Whistleblowing has an effect. And for you to whistleblow when your orga- your organization, your college, has been play- paying players since forever, and y'all did it with LSU, and Jimbo, now Jimbo was there with you doing it. It's interesting that Nick Saban said that because I know for a fact Nick Saban has paid players to you go. You said
0: that for years. You said that for years. I know
1: for a fact, bro. Yeah. For a yeah. fact, they are the largest college football team with the largest booster than even Texas. Any other college, Alabama, w- winning national championship brings way a lot of boosters. And I know for a fact, there's six teams I know for a fact. Texas A&M and one. Oh, Jim O'Fisher is definitely alluding, uh, bringing players in by the NIL. Of course. Mm-hmm. Come on. Oh yeah, definitely. And he was just surprised that Nick Samen, out of all people, said something about it. So I'm going to whistleblow myself because, I mean, whatever. So Texas a and <laughs> Florida State, Alabama, Florida, Miami, and Texas. That's six teams I know for mm-hmm. sure have paid players before the NIL. For certain, 100%. And I'll give you two examples with Alabama. Julio Jones, I know his family. His family used to live, a uh, uh, stand-up part of his family used to live next door to us. His parents or his mom lived in Foley, Alabama in a shack. When he went to Alabama, she moved to a four-bedroom, two-bedroom house. Wow. And he got a car. Trent Richardson, same ordeal. That man had a Cadillac Escalade when he went to Alabama. He didn't have a car when he was in high school. So it's like little things like that. It's no coincidence either. They didn't have a great credit score in college. They didn't have credit cards, Willington. So it's a lot of, and I'm, it's, it's it's interesting. Nick Saban has whistleblowed. When your, your college, your university is one of the biggest money marketing things for football players. They had, at one point, five top running backs, number one running backs. Five. We count them. You had Trent Richardson. You had, uh, who was before Trent? uh, Play with the Saints. Uh, Mark Ingram. You had Derrick Henry. You had Eddie Lacy. You had Bo Scarborough. You had all these guys. You think they're going to sit behind another player just to be developed when they could become developed, like Alvin Kamara did when he went to Tennessee and he got developed and he went, what, first and second round? So you think these players are just staying just because they want to get developed by Nick Saban? Come on, man. Let's be honest. Come on, Come on let's be honest, man. So it's interesting that he whistleblowed. And I think as integrity and just for just like safety purposes, he didn't say anything back with Jimbo. He was like, ask everybody who worked for him let's dig up that. Then and he left it at that. I, I respect Jim O. Fisher. Cause he knows well, know darn well that he's, oh, yeah. he's done it before. He done it at Florida State <laughs> when he was office coordinator with uh, Bobby bottom was there. He did it. Then he's doing it now, but it's more legal now because now they have the NIL deals and they can get kids over there and Texas A&M college station is money marketable. A lot of kids want to go over there, especially, I mean, Jim O. Fisher is a great coach. Don't, don't tell anybody I said that. Uh, he can to stay. but he's a good coach. He's a good offensive coordinator. But it's interesting that he was a blow.
0: Very interesting.
1: Nick save it come on, Very bro! And then try to bet, try to backtrack and call people. Nah. And then the one of them was so interesting was when you called at Deion Sanders.
0: That's the one I wanted to ask you about. What did you think about that? <laughs> I mean, that one. Was That's too- false. Oh goodness!
1: Jackson State doesn't have money like that yeah. to entice a player like that to go there. There's absolutely no way they don't have the funds. Even Deion Sanders be, it does videos to try to get people to help pay for things. He doesn't pay for things out of his pocket, which is smart. He doesn't pay for; he yeah. gets boot like try to get the boosters and all. But they don't have the money like these other schools, like Alabama, Florida, and Texas, and they don't have that. So that kid went there because he wanted to play with the coach. That's a great coach, a Hall of Famer, and he wants to play with kids like him who come from where he come from and just become an all the grammar, great player because he's going to play both ways. So that that really baffled. I'm like, what? They don't have the money. You're,
0: you're reaching. Yeah, you're no, reaching. that's super <laughs> reaching because
1: you're upset that the NIL is taking players away from you? Good! Because you've yeah. been paying people <laughs> under the pocket. Now everybody has a fighting chance because mm-hmm. everything is marketable now. Like, even a three-star kid can get a deal for for like $20,000 from some marketplace. So everybody is able to market the kids and they get money and they want to come like Florida uh Billy Nate Pierce said NIL is working great for us that's in our pitch <laughs> so are you mad now that is legal and that everybody <laughs> is utilizing it and when you were utilizing it it was illegal and you were up because you had most money because the boosters was funding because what quarterback had like a million dollar a 12 million dollar deal already it was Bryce Bryce right yeah. But like right. like last year or the year before, he already had like a, a big time market deal already. Mm-hmm. So everybody has the opportunity. I think he's upset because everybody gets to use it legally. So, man, that's crazy. He whistleblower. Whistleblowing has an effect, though. Yeah, now, if does. somebody I know he it's a lot of high powers that goes with Alabama, so they won't dig into his past. But if somebody was brave enough to do so, you're going to see nice. a lot of skeletons.
0: Um, but 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 now getting into our first album review with, with with PJ Morton's Watch the Sun um and his newest album and first album in two years. He purchased just multi-generational features with progressive soul and it's just a testament to um his authenticity and his musical career. But what were some of your takeaways from this album and just like what stood out the most to you?
1: The boys gifted, man. I mean the man is gifted. PJ Morton is gifted, it runs obviously it runs in the family.
0: Runs the
1: family. And just found that out like last week. I was like, what? Somebody say he's singing like his dad. I'm like, who's daddy? <laughs> oh, Bishop. Oh, I'm oh wow. Oh, oh, okay, Bishop. Bishop's <laughs> there. But he has, you can tell where he, the oh, roots. He's got that gospel background. Yes, yeah, he got the roots. Deep. Deep. He has the range. He he could go up to different octopus. He got a nice falsetto. Like, I mean, his he's just a vibe. You know, you people love that type of music. I love that type of music. I was literally I haven't been to his concert yet, but I know like my brother Sean, his wife, and a couple other people have been to his concerts. And it was like, bro, it's a good time. It's a nice vibe. So, but this album was nice though. I think it was there, it was definitely solid. He gave us a lot. He has a lot of range. A lot of range. That's where I like really? it. If you can sing, go ahead and let that thing go.
0: Ain't no being I know the barish. I had Elder Barge on the album too. Yes, Jill, Jill Scott. The features were crazy. The features—I'm not even lying. The features on here were crazy.
1: Yeah, I was in uh, Alex Easley. I'm trying to remember. Is that we cut her? Marygold.
0: Yes, Marigold I album.
1: thought so. I thought that was her. Yeah. I like three songs now from that album. Well, let's—I keep adding.
0: <laughs> but slowly but surely, slowly. me and Jamil were trying to tell you. <laughs> me and Jamil were trying to tell you
1: <laughs> slowly but surely. And then he had he had, he had on here. I love him with um. Yeah. um, um Who's the uh the the Free Nationals? He has a song The Free oh, yeah. Nationals, really the good vibrations. It's a nice, dope, dope song. So like yeah, his features was really nice and everybody gelled together. Like when I saw El DeBarge, like, what do you know about El Barge? What do you know about El DeVarge?
0: But <laughs> you can tell though, this guy really studies like music history yes. and just has a well like it's for sometimes when an artist like when you don't may think they not may, like may not have as many connections like can, sometimes you just tell like throughout their albums and songs like okay this person really takes their time and studies like their craft
1: yeah and of course and you study how your music would align with another artist you definitely go through yeah. that you like who can I have on this song that will bring the energy and the element that I need. But won't take it, you know, take away from the song, and that's a lot of that's a, a whole entire process in itself with the with just one song. He did that for what eleven, and he got great mm-hmm. features. Yeah, eleven songs. Stevie Wonder uh, was was a uh, was a good feature because um, he does. Stevie Wonder does a multiple, you know, a whole bunch of stuff: with um, piano, harmonica, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. You get these these guys like Jill Scott, Alex Easley. Like you get all these people. You have to research Their music And you have to be a fan yeah, You have to be, a, be a You first. gotta be a fan Of these people To be like Yeah I want this person It's not like a Yeah okay he got, They used to gain From their feature But you gotta be like I really like their music To be like You know what I'm gonna reach out Or I'm gonna have my team Reach out to you To see if you wanna do a track Or see what you think About the song And you got OGs on here Just Guys an OG uh, Stevie One is an OG Elder Bar is definitely an OG um, So to be able to get That respect Exactly And
0: who Nas. Nas was on this? Yeah. (laughs) He was on the Be Like Water. He was, he was, he was, he was, he (laughs) was, he was, he was. was. Okay. I forgot all
1: about Nas, but then you got Wale. When I saw Wale, you know, Wale in my top five.
0: Yeah, yes, sir.
1: So it's just, yeah, it's really dope that he was able to bring all these people together, these different artists, fit everything and everything went smoothly and not take away from his talent he still stood out. I believe he still stood out on every song because just, he's just talented. He's a talented singer, talented vocalist, guy who, like you said, studies music and knows how to, you know, coming from gospel, you got to know where to bring people, how to, how to place people. You think you a tenor, yeah. you think you're alto, but you're really a tenor. You think you a soprano, <laughs> but you're really alto, so you know where to, you know, because he comes from that background, so to be able to arrange This different style of music and different, you know, production and put it together and make it sound good, bro. Yeah, very impressive. Yeah, very impressive.
0: Really dope. Yeah, really dope. The
1: the bar has Uh, been set for him, a high for him now. Telling you, man,
0: I'm telling. He's got, and that's the thing. It's gonna be tough to 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 stick to that, but it's gonna be interesting to see if he he can uh, keep like keep at that point. Like, do you think like when an artist like really comes out with an impressive body of work that is it one of those things where it's just like that natural challenge, or do they just kind of have to like take some time off to like really, like, see what they want to do next.
1: I think you you have to step back because you poured so much into that, in the album, like...
0: But putting out an album is a it's lot. It's a lot, That's bro. Not that easy, you know.
1: It's not easy. a... Some people can do it in three months. Some people do it in a mm. year, in two years. You see what Kendrick... Kendrick took a long period of time to write a great body of work that had a message, all that stuff. But then you got to step back because you poured so much in there. But obviously, the release date and from the... You, when you finish, completely finish the album, is like months months apart, but you still have to de- detach yourself from being an artist and just be a human being because you, as an artist, you pour so much into your music, pour so much into social media, pour so much into people. So you got to step back and you got to refill yourself up. So as any artist, I don't care what level you are in of music, you have to step back. You got to take a year off. Yeah.
0: I to take at least one year off, unless you're Drake. <laughs> <laughs> you just drop me I mean, every, every other day. Off. Every yeah. other day. <laughs> uh, but we're but now I'm just listening to Marlon Craft's uh, While We're Here review um, in his latest album, in which he's kind of giving off a very niche sound and experiments a bit vocally in a song like Hans Zimmer, which has a, a great beat from uh, Mob uh, uh, D's uh, Havoc and contains just a very strong verse from him. Um, it, it, looking at this album, kind of like what were your initial thoughts on it and just how much of an art, uh, underground artist Marlon Craft is?
1: Yeah, well, he surprised me. His flow was familiar. It sounded like Eminem, and I don't want to put because he's you know obviously a Caucasian rapper or a mix whatever he is European whatever. Um, I don't want to. He his flow sound familiar, like it's it's like a Eminem type logic type Eminem flow. Ask. Yeah, because yeah. you could tell that. But mm. like it's think like, obviously that Eminem had to be like a uh inspiration for him but you could tell like his cadence his voice his production they 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 really tightened his vocals it was really good his production sounds really good but you could tell the flow i'm not taking saying that the flow is bad but it just sound familiar i was like oh he sounds like eminem or like logic because logic does that but then like he does the fast rapping fast putting syllables together yeah. whatever but it does sound he, he surprised me by looking at his like his picture on like uh, Apple Music, you no know, uh, the the cover art, not the cover up, but like the back background picture. I'm like, oh he's a singer. Okay, he probably gonna sing some folk music or something. And, <laughs> and then I turned it on. I was like, oh this hip hop. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, hip-hop. this hip-hop.
1: This hip hop hooray, okay. But now nah, it wasn't bad. I mean I think I thought it was solid for uh 13 Zones. I thought it was solid. Yeah. I thought it was I- it's not something I would listen to again. But I Again, thought it was yeah. really solid because, you know, I'm really not a fan of Eminem. Um, I really don't really? like Eminem's music. No. I can't tell you the last time I listened what? to Eminem's song. Uh, Eminem's song.
0: He's just never, like, impressed you fully. I mean, I... Mm. I I'm probably when I a, he was...
1: Probably elementary. Like, when he was, like, cleaning out my closet. That song on that album, that had, like, three, like, Superman was on that. Um, I forgot what album it was, but I was, like, in elementary school. That's when, you know, CDs were still around and we had a sneaker CD just to listen to it. And uh, I think it was like a couple songs out, but I have not really listened to an Eminem song like sits there, bro. Like played it like, oh, let me listen to Eminem. He's not even saved in my library.
0: Some of his music doesn't age well, bro. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm a fan
1: (laughs) of Logic, though. I still listen to Logic's music. Like, I like Logic. Logic is nice. Logic don't get enough credit, bro. Logic is really nice. He's talking about and say he couldn't rap. He was the worst rapper. Man, get out of here, Joe Bunny. You got one song. And I know that because of oh you my guys said this You hate Joe. Oh
0: gosh. Joe makes your points, no. man. Joe makes so points. No. Joe's, Joe's, no. Logic
1: bro. is not the worst rapper. There's plenty of other rappers that are terrible. And Logic is a dope rapper, first and foremost. He's he's definitely uh yeah. artistic and he's he's an innovative, bro. Like the album, I forgot what album it was. He was doing like he was in outer space. I lo- I listen to that to this day. Let me uh let me look it up. It's called yeah, The Incredible True Story. One. I think we did. I love that album.
0: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Bobby uh Bobby uh Tarantino, Bobby Tarantino. Fire. Oh yeah. Joe Bridge, tr- Joe Bud is no trash, sure. bro. But no, The Incredible True Story. I listened to that to I used to listen to the crap out of that back in like 2015-16, bro. Oh, yeah. I usually lose the crap out of it. But yeah, I, I'm getting off the subject, but this, I wouldn't like listen to this, like outside of, yeah, I wouldn't listen to it again. It's not like, that's not my cup of tea.
0: It's not something you would run back to.
1: No, yeah. not, not, not really. But I mean, he's, it's, he, he checks boxes. I'll give him that. He
0: does. He
1: checks boxes.
0: But, but do you think sometimes when an artist does sound like someone else before, that can kind of like be a, a negative form because some, sometimes he will be like, okay, I can just listen to the artist that he sounds like instead of him.
1: No, I don't think, so. maybe long, like maybe uh, down the road, maybe. Yeah. yeah, like maybe once, long. if if you you hit and they're like, who you remind me of? That could be a good publicity. Like, oh, he remind me of boom, boom. Like, okay, let me see what he, oh, oh, you remind me. Yeah, so it, it can be used for your advantage as an artist, but after a while, you have to like try to figure out how to get outside the identity of the other artists that people say you sound like. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You definitely got to do that because you don't want to be like, oh, you sound like Eminem. We don't need another Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Logic don't sound like Eminem. He has a, a similar cadence, but he doesn't sound like Eminem.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and now getting into Sidibe's Diamond in the Desert review. Um, in one of our recent singles from this uh, past February, I contains her in an element of just a quiet, storm-ready groove and composed of you know synth keys and mellow drums, and the melody just has an overall feel of uh, being warm and inviting. And in terms of just her showcasing her talent in this one, uh, what, what were some of your like your takeaways, main takeaways from it?
1: Diamond in the desert. Yeah. Diamond in the desert. Diamond in the desert. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I liked it
0: Okay I, no, I, was, I was just, just like, like, did, like did, he, did, he, did he forget that He forget that
1: we were being <laughs> no, no 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 I like the name of it First and foremost okay, I love yeah. the dope, name It's a dope
0: It's a dope title Yeah so
1: dope. and then Obviously I mean The cover art is like Pretty straightforward Is a diamond In the desert mm-hmm. But no I really, I really <laughs> liked it I really thought it was dope it was, I thought it was dope I thought it was a vibe For sure yeah. This is something I can definitely like Listen to and vibe out to This is something I will replay Which I, I think I listened to it twice but it was just like I forgot. I think I was in a car doing something. Like obviously driving.
0: High, highly, highly replayable. Yes,
1: yes. And I have not heard of her besides this. So appreciate you, Wellington Once again, hey uh, Reese, can we get a uh, uh, round of applause for Wellington please? <laughs> the man puts us on new music every single week. Man, <laughs> this this guy goes above and beyond to find these artists. Man, you should be a and I swear you should be bro.
0: I don't know how many of these people want to listen. So if I was putting the word in for me. Hey, do it now. Put him in. The- <laughs> but no, for real.
1: But it, it reminded me of like, you know, who the 80s, like 80s, but like, mm, like a Whitney Houston type vibe.
0: Mm, yes. It was like definitely. one of
1: those old school, whatever that boom, boom, like they rely more on the uh electric piano. Oh, I think it's called electric piano, right? Or yeah. Okay, make sure I'm not crazy. Well, thank you. Uh,
0: no, no, you're good. Yeah, <laughs> But are
1: always heavy on electric piano and like more of like a, a verb setting. And I really thought it was dope because I love Whitney Houston. That girl, man, rest in peace. But that girl could sing.
0: Goodness, nobody like her.
1: Well, so she wait. had strong nostrils, but she.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
1: Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Oh, my oh God. why did I say that, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, We're canceled. We're canceled. <laughs> we're officially
0: canceled. We're canceled. Oh, my
1: goodness. My goodness. Uh, this song
0: was amazing. It uh,
1: was an incredible
0: song. My goodness. I'm so sorry, Willie. song blew me away. The song blew me away. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I needed that laugh, bro. There is no other co host in the world like Deron Morris. I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you guys. This show wouldn't be the same. Oh the show would not my god, him without <laughs> bro.
1: Nostrils of a champion. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, Rest okay. in peace, Sugarfoot. But, anywho, no, nah, this song was definitely dope. It was added to the playlist. Not the play. Oh, I'm yes, bro. It was like, okay. But if she, I don't know if her other music is like that. I haven't liked that. Because, this is the thing, Wellington. If I like a song by an artist, I'm so hesitant to listen to their other music because it's going to throw really? me off of their other music. Because uh, if it doesn't hit like this song.
0: You're having an, you an expectation. Yes. You have a I'm expectation like,
1: if your song is this fire, I know. I hope your other music. Like, I, I forgot what artist I was listening to, the other, um, song I've been playing on replay for like the past three or four months. I was like, okay, I'm going to give this music a listen. I was disappointed. I was like, let me un-add this from our library. Oh, I'm goodness. like, man, oh. it's crazy. And it's a lot of artists that do that. Like, I don't know if they found the edge of w- with the new music or found a new sound and new music, but not listening to, like, the old stuff or stuff they post prior to the song. I'm like, yo, what was y'all doing? But sometimes it does hit. So I'm, I'm going to try to give her, because I'm going to Birmingham um, tomorrow morning, so I'm going to be listening to a bunch of music on the way. So I'm going to try to give her music other listen, so I'm um, fingers crossed because I'll be highly disappointed if it doesn't hit like this song.
0: Next week you got to give us an update. I got you. Next week, next you. week. <laughs>
1: like, I don't know if you like that. Like if I, I like a song, I'm like, okay, let me listen to the other music. Then.
0: I definitely get that. Ooh. Yeah, I definitely get that.
1: So hopefully, I think she can because, hit. because,
0: because if you're in, if you're enjoying it so much, you don't want that feeling to go yes. away because you're you're really in tune with this certain element, yes. and then if that gets taken away, you're like, did did I really like this? Earth? Yes.
1: Wellington, you get me. You get me, <laughs> Wellington. Like, you get me. Like, Absolutely. yeah, bro. <laughs> well,
0: we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with our Deja Vu review. Welcome back to the show. Now we're getting into our Deja Vu review. And to start with the overview, Deja Vu is a 2006 science um, fiction action film directed by Tony Scott written by Bill Marseille and Terry Rozier and produced by Jerry Breckenheimer, uh, starring Denzel Washington, Paula Patton, Jim Caviezel, Val Kilmer, Adam Goldberg, and Bruce Green- Greenwood. Um, it involves an ATF agent who travels back in time in an attempt to prevent a domestic terrorist attack that takes place in New Orleans to save a woman with whom he falls in love with. And had a budget of $75 million and brought in, $180.6 million in the box office, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it the thumb down. 56%. 56%, Savon. 56. So,
1: you haven't yes, called out the Rotten Tomatoes in a while, Willison. There's no, a
0: fan of this one.
1: <laughs> know, okay. I'll give them this. D- this movie wasn't as great. We were just talking yeah. about that without Denzel, this probably would have been like a two out of one out of ten. <laughs> and probably a five percent of Rotten Tomato. But I think being Denzel, him being Denzel and his <laughs>
0: Is yeah, repertoire and his, all, and his Denzelness, his, his Denzelness,
1: <laughs> it got a boosted up. So I'll I'll give Rotten Tomatoes that. That's this. That's an accurate one because this wasn't yeah, the storyline wasn't like tough. It was just mm-hmm. yeah. This is about to get a low rating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and I mean, in terms of like the initial thoughts, like like what were some of your main takeaways and just kind of like the performance Denzel had? Because this, like like you said, just said this is one that he had to carry more than some of his past ones.
1: Man, I, you look at the cast, bro. I mean, cast isn't as strong as his normal movies. Normally he has good supporting actors. Not taking any way from other, like, Paula Patton and all these other supporting actors, but it wasn't the same. And you can tell, even, the, like, the storyline, the script, I don't think it was as strong. I think Denzel probably improvised on some things and kind of bring it out a little more. But I think without Denzel, and yeah, this was not this was not going to be a good film at all. I don't I don't really like the storyline to be honest.
0: Storyline is just is yeah. very basic.
1: Yeah, it's definitely basic. <laughs> they was like, you know what, we gotta get him on board. How can we get him on board? Let's put him in New Orleans. He likes New Orleans. I'm I'm, I'm assuming Denzel he likes, he likes New Orleans. <laughs> Good food yeah. and you know, gypsies. I don't know what he likes. I don't know, Denzel. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, this 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 storyline wasn't it was, yeah, it was basic. They need to go and talk yeah. to Marvel and try to get the please, yeah.
0: Please. Um, and, and now getting into our first topic, from one to four stars, uh, what would you give it? What, what would be your your particular rating for this one?
1: Two and a half. Two and a half. Whoa. It was. It wasn't as strong. Denzel really carried this movie. The storyline. I wasn't really. This is the first time in a long time I gave a movie a two two and a half. Normally yeah. it's at least a three or a four. This yeah it, yeah this wasn't as good as I because I watched it again uh like on Monday. And I was like, yeah, I ain't watched this movie. And I was just sitting there. I was unintrigued. I was like, oh, Denzel being with this Denzel in this. But I was just like, hmm. This is like Men on Fire. It? Like when I watch Men on Fire, oh my gosh, I love Men on Fire. That has me. Oh, we up.
0: gotta, review. we gotta review that. Yeah, so review
1: that it. was a good yeah. way. That's that's, a, like that's four <laughs> stars
0: for sure, for oh, sure, yeah, for for sure. sure. <laughs> But already, already, <laughs> listeners, you know, <laughs> you know, you had to
1: ask me. Save all those, but now this is two and a half. I mean, look at the supporting cast. Paula Patton, that her greatness. Her her character wasn't as yeah, you know, it was just about, It was just it was just bland. It had no seasoning. It yeah, it had no seasoning.
0: This was a dry chicken <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was a breast. It, it was a dry yeah. chicken breast. Chicken breast is so dry, man. <laughs> I don't know why we got our food but it's
0: <laughs> we don't know why we got this <laughs> it's so dry bro like I do not look forward to it's almost dry is almost... <laughs> you were right Pusha you were right <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh bro that's the uh, least part of the chicken I look forward <laughs> to eating you don't got nothing else you got a weed I will take a draw You don't take a draw oh, <laughs> That's
0: crazy. Um, yeah, and, and, and I mean, I, I I would give give that same rating as well because th- there definitely are elements of um, action and science fiction combined, but it just, the performance from Denzel, it, it was obviously a very solid performance, but wasn't enough to kind of like elevate the other surrounding parts of it. Um, but now kind of getting into favorite character, who, who was like your particular favorite character in this one?
1: Doug Carlin, man. <laughs> yeah. Denzel, right. man. I mean, it's kind of hard to fall in love with these other characters when it's, it wasn't, good character development. Like Paula Paniska a character, I think her name was Claire Kuchever or whatever, Kuchiver, Kutcher, Ashton Kutcher's sister or something. <laughs> I don't know. It was like the development of the characters was like so slow. Getting yeah. into the movie was so slow. Like it was just like I don't know. It wasn't yeah, I'm I'm kind of
0: is this Denzel's worst movie? <laughs> no.
1: I don't think Denzel has a no nah, um the what I forgot what movie it was? We had a single tear come down his face. That probably oh, glory. Glory. I don't think that was a good one. Uh But he hasn't had like he hasn't missed a lot. He doesn't have. He, it's something like like subpar. The great, the great debaters. Great debaters is a good one. No, I love yeah, one. I love great Go. debaters. He acted. He acted his butt off. Was that was fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's a couple that was just like didn't hit. Like the one he was. Uh, uh, he was uh, a. Uh, he was in the navy forgot which one that was. He was like a, uh, a Navy cap, Not Antoine Fisher. That was a good film. Um, it was It was another film. He was in the Navy. He was under... Yeah, but that wasn't really good. But he doesn't miss often. This was one um, that he had to really get into his role Oh, was it
0: Crimson Tide? Yes.
1: I didn't like Crimson Tide.
0: Oh, Gene Hackman. Okay.
1: I didn't like Crimson Tide. Um, okay. But I know a lot of people do like it. They thought it was a great film. Like, Bones was a good film. Like, when he was in, in the the hospital bed, he was... No, he was oh uh,
0: with Angel Angelina
1: Jolie Yeah, that was a that was a good one. Bones was really good. So he doesn't miss often?
0: Bone collector. Bone collector. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah bone collector Yes,
1: like he does. Movie. He has a, a an extensive <laughs> catalog,
0: <laughs> <A> library. Yes.
1: <laughs> library of Denzel, you know. He's not considered yeah. one of the greats for no reason, but I think this one wasn't wasn't as good, man. But it I mean it wasn't good character development. So the only character that you could cling to was Doug. Doug Carlin.
0: <laughs> and, and, and yeah, definitely. I mean, that would be my, my favorite char- character as as well. But, like, is it is it kind of easy for you sometimes to kind of tell, like, in a movie, like, especially when you have an A-list actor like mm-hmm. Denzel, when other pieces aren't getting elevated as much and they're just not thoroughly developed?
1: Yes. And it obviously starts with the script. Uh, actor only can improvise so much and add lines without the director being like, okay, that's enough, or just, like, letting them flow, you know, freely. But the script has to be strong enough. It's... <laughs> I know it's hard to develop characters and not take away or add scenes that you don't need. And there's a lot of deleted scenes, a lot of stuff that sh- you shot that you didn't really didn't need. But in movies like this where the storyline is weak sauce, seven days a week, seven days weak sauce, um, it has to have a good character development. Something has to be strong. You have an A-lister in Denzel. He was definitely strong. His performance was strong. But you need something else. You got to develop these characters a little better. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: nah, mm-mm. Um, and, and now getting into, into most memorable scenes, I had uh, Dead or Alive, also the interrogation scene, um, security fo- footage, also who's in charge, and then finally Doug saves Claire from uh, the killer. Yep. Um, What were kind of your, your particular memorable scenes in this one? That
1: was the one memory when you saved Claire. That was the the most memorable. It wasn't too many.
0: like weren't a lot of ones. It
1: yeah. wasn't a lot of scenes. Like, normally you have like six or seven, bullets, so you probably named like three or four. I think you named four. You named four scenes. Nobody had way more than that for a movie.
0: So <laughs> let me you know. I be going deep. Yeah, you least have I like was like, um, all right, what do I do? What do right, I do? Yeah,
1: like you least have like five or six. At the movie's good, it's like seven. I was like,
0: um, yeah, yeah, no, nah. nah, it's only three
1: or four. Like I was waiting for you to keep going. I was like, yeah, it's not that many good scenes in this movie. Like
0: it's. I knew. I knew. He's like, yeah, that's a single <laughs>
1: Like yeah, but that's the most memorable he, when he saved her. I mean, but I mean, it just wasn't a strong storyline, man. This was weak. New Orleans was the best thing about this movie. <laughs> this movie was fall Katrina too, I think. Bro, <laughs> bro, this, was, bro, this oh wasn't even goodness. dangerously mid. This was
0: low. Oh. This was low. What is, what is lower than dangerously <laughs> oh, mid? <laughs>
1: I know Danger! I think
0: when, danger! When's the, <laughs> when's the last time we hated on a movie this far? Yes,
1: bro. It's been a while. And it's a Denzel movie, too. He doesn't That's get saved. That's what I'm saying. He never... He has to get the fire, too, bro. No one's safe. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no one's safe. No one's, <laughs> no one's safe for this go. one, bro. I mean, all the movies we reviewed in, like, the three, four years we've been doing this, this movie we i <laughs> chopping this thing up. Like
0: fruit we and chopping this up, oh, like Chef Ramsay! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, man! My gosh. Oh, um, man. and 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 now kind of getting into, into some of like the memorable quotes. Um, I had well, you can be wrong a million times. You you only got to be right once. Also, mm, you cool. think you know what's coming, you don't have a clue. And also, another one: Satan uh, reasons like a, a man, but God thinks of uh, of eternity. And finally, for all of my career, I've been trying to catch ah, people yeah. after they do something horrible. Once in my life, I'd like to catch some somebody before they do something horrible, all right? Uh, can you understand that? Uh, what were some of, like, maybe, like, one or two of your memorable quotes in this one?
1: You stole the one out for all my career I've been trying to catch the people. That's when I was going to say. Um, I guess the context between him and Denny, he was like, I know, I, you know you don't have to do this. He said, what if I already have? I think that was, like, yeah, yeah. Like a context, like, okay, this is movie. It's deja vu. It's like when the character says the name of the movie in the movie. They used to do that all the time back in the day. Like, (laughs) bro, okay, we know what the name of the movie is. You don't have to add it. it. I'm so glad they don't do that no more, bro. That was so terrible foreshadowing. It wasn't even foreshadowing. We know the name of the movie. Yeah, we know. We can see it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, this is terrible. Um, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh my goodness. You Listeners, you have to see, you can't just have us when we're reviewing a great movie. You have to see us when we're reviewing a movie that's not so great. Bro, this is one that is definitely this not. This was so
1: two great. hours of garbage, bro. Like, <laughs> I literally watched it so buddy, I'm like, bro, why did he put this on the list of things to
0: do? That's crazy. Oh my goodness. Um, and, and now, kind of getting into like what element of the, of the storyline did you kind of like the most? Like, <laughs> What there was, was
1: none it? What there it was, was it? none okay 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 I do think since it was basic sorry to good y'all since it was basic but I do like the you know deja vu cause we all know had it's like the butterfly effect but with deja vu mm-hmm. I like I just think it, it could have been tweaked And written better. It
0: could have. Like it could have been there's there could have been something more put into it. Like like, it it had potential. It really did have potential.
1: With a budget of 75 million dollars, you would think that you would be able to write something. And you made that 186 mil back because Denzel was in it. But I think at some point, yeah, you you could have tweaked it. It had to be, it was a good idea. I think it was a good idea. That's why people was like, okay, let's shoot it. But I think the script wasn't strong enough, the storyline wasn't strong enough. If we're going back in time to save something, like it gotta be, like it wasn't no like the the climax wasn't good enough. Oh, he slaved Claire. Okay, whatever, foreshadow. We knew it was gonna save her. He went back in time. But it's like it has to be so, a different element to like add to it. Like we Give us something we didn't know. If you're gonna do something like this, is deja vu? Have him have a kid that we didn't know about, and it was like, oh, he has a kid. We didn't see that. Come, like something. I don't know. I'm just talking, but it has <laughs> to be something to grab our attention because it wasn't enough. The action wasn't really appealing. I mean, it just wasn't. It wasn't a strong movie. It wasn't strong, but it could have been. It mis- had a missed opportunity. You had one of the greatest actors. You didn't give him good supporting cast. I don't know why they thought Paula Patton was a good idea.
0: I would have got Sanaa like, Lathan again. Why did they pick her out of, out of all the people? Like, that was know. that was another thing. I just that was a, a puzzling pick. I don't
1: know. Maybe Robin Thicke has something to do with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> <Giselle>, uh, you? <laughs>
1: But I mean, she was a hot commodity going into that. I mean, she had a couple of roles because Idlewild was around 2006. I think this was shot in 2006 or 2005. Mm. So she in that in that time she was picking up steam and uh, getting roles. But i just I don't know. Like out of time with Sanae Lathan was a good film. Was a Denzel good film? Oh yeah, that was pretty good. Like you give me somebody else because Paula Patton. I don't think Paula Patton is a good actor to me. That's in my opinion. It's just me. No. Nah. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm right there <laughs> we not, I'm right yeah, there. I don't, I don't know about that. Um, ten ten years from now, man, this will not be watchable. <laughs> I'm just, just going to say it. Do you have anything else to say? No,
1: <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I only watched it because it was on the list of things that uh, we were talking about. So that's the only reason I watched it. doesn't even come uh, on. I had to buy it or rent it. I, I rented it. I rented it off um Apple. <clears throat>
0: See, next week, you know, we're just going to review Stranger Things. <laughs> 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 next
1: week, oh, my see, next, gosh.
0: That's what we're going to do. We're going to make up for this, guys. Ne- yes. Next week, we're just going to review Stranger Things. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to try to binge
1: watch it tonight, but it's like an hour and some change long each. I don't know if I'm going to get to it.
0: All of w- it. We can re- re- review at, at least a few of the episodes. Yes. Man, maybe like the first three, First three. First I'll probably
1: three get through the first three because I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But if I get through it all, I'll let you know. Okay. Because I'm, I haven't watched it yet. Listeners, we got to make it up for you. We yes. got to make it up
0: for you guys. After Deja Vu, yes. we got to make it up. <laughs>
1: because this was, uh...
0: this was not it. Yeah. We tried
1: our best though.
0: Like, we tried. <laughs> we tried. I mean. <laughs> this we, this was better than seven though. This was better than seven when you didn't even know what I was talking <laughs>
1: about. Well, it. Don't put me under the bus, brother.
0: Don't run me <laughs> over with the bus.
1: It was like, uh, I forgot what movie I didn't watch. I was like, I forgot to watch it. So I was just,
0: I think oh, we had a guest. Squid Game, Squid Game.
1: Squid- oh, it was Squid Games. I didn't watch yeah, it. Squid- it was another Game. one yes, too. Good, oh, yeah. that's bad. Sometimes I don't get to watch it. <laughs> And I was just like going against everybody. I think we had a guest on and you kept like going back to them. Cause I, I know a music review, we, I've done that before. I forgot to listen to uh, Al or a track or something. And before mm-hmm. I was like, well, it's
0: on it. I didn't watch it. I, did I didn't not listen, listen to it. <laughs> I thought that's what you said. "With Diamond in the Desert," when you said "Diamond in the Desert."
1: No, I like Diamond the sound. Yeah, desert. I like <laughs> the sound of it. I like the sound of it. It was big trying to be suspenseful. I don't
0: know. I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> but next week, Stranger Things. Next, next week, for, Stranger sure. for sure. Yeah, next yeah. week, definitely. Well, that wraps it up for tonight. I'm your host, of Burns. Save. I'm my counterpart, Savon Morris. This has been Full Scope. See you later.